Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Gospel According to Steve I'm Johnny Waters, and oh my god, I'm doing this two weeks in a row. What a fucking treat. Um, yeah, last week was pretty awesome, it seemed. Uh, and uh, you guys seem to kind of enjoy it, and a lot of you folks seem to come the fuck back and listen to my stupid shit. Um, which was awesome. Um, this week we're just gonna hop right on in, because last week was all about architecture, and I'm hoping, uh, we get to something that may or may not I have heard about a little bit, uh, about the building of the Temple of Solomon, and that, um, that the building actually took a bunch of demons, but I don't know how true that particular thing is. I don't know. Might have just read it in a very fictitious book that you can probably pick up on Audible in, uh, in the not-too-distant future, or probably already, you know? Just throwing that out there, just look up Jonathan Waters on the Audible, and, uh, maybe look at Alan Baxter's stuff, and, uh, you might come up with something really cool, you know? Obsidian? <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I guess I could go with the usual stuff of, like, if you want to reach out to me, and you certainly can try, uh, you can go to the uh, Twitter sphere and go to the at uh, Accord to Stupid. And, of course, sending an email to uh, according to stupid at gmail.com with any of your questions, thoughts, concerns, and answers that you guys can come up with. And, um, yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, Kings chapter 9. So we got um, we got Solomon trying to build a temple here. And he's talking to God, and he's having a good time, it seems like. And he's he's really laying it down, real lawyer-like, this, this Solomon character. And it's real good of him, because uh, it seems they go through these these phases, these, these Hebrews of like, all right, let's lay down some more rules, and let's see how far we can follow them before eh, we just kind of, you know, fucking forget and, uh, you know, see what happens. Um, but he, he brought another dude around, didn't he? Some dude from Tyre or whatever. And, um, yeah, just to just chat him up. <laughs> so he has a bunch of people there and they've sacrificed a bunch and we're like, holy fuck, we did it. And it took 13 years and a bunch more people. And I think, uh, I think there might have been some extortion going on, but uh, I can't prove it. Mm, who can? Anyway, here we go. All right, chapter nine. Everybody, pull up your King James Bible online.org, org, arg, and let's fucking do this. Okay. And it came to pass when Solomon had finished the building of the house of the Lord, and the king's house, and all Solomon's desire, which he was pleased to do, that the Lord appeared to Solomon the second time, as he had appeared unto him at Gibeon. Probably to just check on the progress. Be like, hey, don't get lazy. Uh, and the Lord said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and thy supplication. That thou hast made... Yeah, I like how I very businessy of that. And that thou hast made before me. I have hallowed this house. I have hallowed this house which thou hast built to put my name there forever. And mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually. Oh, I really hope so. And if thou wilt walk before me, as David thy father walked, in integrity of heart and in uprightness, to do according to all that I have commanded thee, and will keep my statutes and my judgments, then I will establish the throne of thy kingdom upon Israel forever, as I promised to David thy father, saying, There shall not fail thee a man upon the throne of Israel. Boy, I hope not. I hope things keep going this way. But if we shall at all turn from following me, ye or your children, and will not keep my commandments and my statutes, which I have set before you, but go and serve other gods and worship them, eh, always a caveat, 
Then I will cut off Israel out of the land which I have given them, and this house which I have hallowed for my name I will cast out of my sight, and Israel shall be a proverb and a byword among all people. Whoa. Okay. Uh, so it sounds like he's, this is the last straw, essentially, being like, hey, hey, you fuck off again, I'm gonna have to look for some different followers, you hear me? Which seems rather detrimental to a god who has been punishing his own people quite hard for a while. Uh, but you keep following and everything seems to turn out okay, except when they don't and you lose anyway. No real explanation way back in, like, uh, Simon, Simeon, whatever. Uh, fuck. Um, but if you go off and serve other gods, uh, you'll be a, a proverb and a byword among all people, which, that's a pretty good one. I like that one, being like, don't become like the Israelites. And at this house, which is high, every one that passeth by it shall be astonished, and shall hiss, and they shall say, Why hath the Lord done thus unto this land, and to this house? Ultimately, I think that would probably prove the existence of a god, to go like, holy fuck, what the fuck happened here? It's just a big old white crater in the ground. <laughs> or, you know, why is everything dark and scary and gothic over in this particular area? Just this part, just this spot in the Middle East. Uh, you know, makes sense. Be like, fuck that. And they shall answer, because they forsook the Lord their God, who brought forth their fathers out of the land of Egypt, and have taken hold upon other gods, and have worshipped them, and served them. Therefore hath the Lord brought upon them all this evil. Hmm. You know, throwing it out there, uh, we're still not really punishing the Egyptians. We just got people out of there. And it's not because they worship other gods, necessarily. I mean, in this particular thing, we do kind of throw them being like, fuck them, but uh, there's no like, and God killed every Egyptian for uh, worshipping a different god than him. It seems like he's only really holding this to people who are holding it to that, like, his own standard before. Now, granted, in that thing, he's just like, I serve you, the god, oh yes, and then a potentially more beguiling god shows up, and you're like, you know, hey... Less service, more rewards, hey, even better. And I don't have to kill my own goats? Why the fuck not? He doesn't seem to really do a whole lot, if I recall, to anybody who is like, peace out, and fucks off. As opposed to an entire nation just going like, you know, eh, meh. And then fucking off themselves. Which, if history, if this is to be completely true, uh, it seems like when they fall for that, like, shit just really does hit the fan for everybody. But on the individual level, I don't know if it really matters that much. <laughs> um, it seems to matter if Solomon fucks off, fucks up, you know, and anyone in Solomon's line. So there's a big like, oh, fuck. But um, is it is it just Solomon? Hold on. If then if ye him shall it all turn from following me, ye or your children, which is an, you might want to have this conversation with every one of my kids who moves up through the thronage, because it's a lot more, they'll believe you over me, king, being like, no, follow God, kids, and like, you know, fuck him, you know, as opposed to a big wandering cloud that goes like, hey, 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 you motherfuckers better keep following me, and so on, you know? So now you have an entire nation of people being like, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't fuck up. You know? Uh, 
Yeah. Okay. Cool. And all right. I'm assuming that worked out well. Uh, therefore, at the Lord brought them. Uh, okay. And it came to pass at the end of twenty years, when Solomon had built the two houses, the house of the Lord and the king's house. Now Hiram, the king of Tyre, had furnished Solomon with cedar trees and fir trees and with gold according to all his desire. Took him fucking long enough. That then King Solomon gave Hiram twenty cities in the land of Galilee. Whew! That's a... That's a... Holy shit. <laughs> Essentially a governorship. And uh, Hiram came out of Tyre to see the cities which Solomon had given him, and they pleased him not, because they were all over the fucking place. It wasn't just one big grouping of them. They were just spread the fuck out. I'm assuming. I don't know. Why didn't they please him? And he said, What cities are these which thou hast given me, my brother? And he called them the city of Kabul unto this day. The land of Kabul unto this day. Um, okay, so he's like, What the fuck? So he's being a real choosy beggar in this. And Hiram uh, sent to the king six score talents of gold. Oh, shit. Well, that's quite a bit. All right. Well, that, that seems like a weird, like, fuck this. Here's a bunch of gold. And this is the reason of the levy which King Solomon raised, for to build the house of the Lord and his own house and Milo, and the wall of Jerusalem and Hazor and Megiddo and Gezer, Oh, okay. For Pharaoh, king of Egypt, had gone up and taken Gezer, oh no, and burnt it with fire, fuck, and slain the Canaanites that dwell in the city, god damn it, and given it for a present, yeah, it's italicized in this, for a present unto his daughter Solomon's wife. Wait a second. Hold the fuck on. So, um, aren't the Canaanites with the Israelites, like, aren't they just a what, big old part of this? Now, maybe not. Maybe they're like, eh, we're just going to hang out in Canaan. And Canaan was supposed to be, like, the place, but I guess it didn't happen. Uh, and now we're in Israel, or the Israelites. Uh, but apparently there's Pharaoh who's just like, you know what? Let's torch this place, and you can have that place. Because Solomon's wife is real cool, which seems to me kind of a... I don't know. I wouldn't trust it. It'd be like you having a dinner party and all of a sudden some guy you'd never really dealt with or messed with or talked to gave your wife a Lamborghini. And, um, thanks, but, um, what you getting out there, bud? And Solomon built Gezer and Beth Horon the nether, okay, and Balath and Tadmor in the wilderness in the land. Okay, so he took one place and he made it one, two, three... Four, four other, four places. Okay, um, probably would have preferred just to have the place, but eh, whatever. And all the cities of store that Solomon had, and the cities for his chariots, and cities for his horsemen, and that which Solomon desired to build in Jerusalem and in Lebanon, and in all the land of his dominion. Okay. And all the people that were left of the Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, which were not of the children of Israel, aha, their children that were left after them in the land, whom the children of Israel also were not able utterly to destroy, upon those did Solomon levy a tribute of bond service unto this day. Okay, so he sold them into not slavery, but probably slavery. But of the children of Israel did Solomon make no bondmen. 
But they were men of war, and his servants, and his princes, and his captains, and rulers of his chariots, and his horsemen. I guess that's a smart move. To make all the, if you turn all the dudes into soldiers and all the outlying people into just service workers, you kind of enforce the idea that everybody's military and they can fucking kill you. And like, you know, pretty handily, I imagine. Throwing that out there. Not a bad move for like, you know, just ruling over a bunch of folks. You know, um, dictatory, I'll admit, but you know, it gets the job done. These were the chief of the officers that were over Solomon's work, 550, which bear rule over the people that wrought in the work. All right. But Pharaoh's daughter came up out of the city of David unto her house, which Solomon had built for her. Then did he build Milo. Neat. Who cares? And three times, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> oh, but Pharaoh's daughter. Okay. I thought it said Sol I must have said Solomon or something. Pharaoh's daughter came up out of the city of David unto her house, which Solomon had built for her. Okay. Oh, wait. Is Pharaoh's daughter also technically Solomon's wife? They really need to just fucking condense this shit. And I'm sure they have, and I'm there's a reason I'm reading the hard version. Because it's fucking confusing. And three times in a year did Solomon offer burnt offerings and peace offerings upon the altar which he built unto the Lord. And he burnt incense upon the altar that was before the Lord, so he finished the house. Okay. Seems like... That would get in the way of building the actual house, but eh, whatever. And King Solomon made a navy of ships in Ezengeber, which is beside Eloth, on the shore of the Red Sea, in the land of Edom. Oops, excuse me. In the land of Edom. Yeah, that place. And Hiram sent in the navy his servants, shipmen uh, that had knowledge of the sea, with the servants of Solomon. Now, if I remember right, Israel is by the sea, so this makes total sense, as opposed to some other places in my head that, like Canaan, for example, sounds like a place that's pretty well landlocked, and having a navy doesn't make much sense. But, hey, who do I, fuck do I know? Uh, and they came to Ophir and fetched from thence gold 420 talents. Holy shit. We only got, like, six score, but this one's 420. Holy goddamn. And brought it to King Solomon. Hold on. Where the, who the fuck is Ophir? Where the fuck is Ophir? And is it a town? Did they ransack it? Did they kill everybody? What the fuck happened? Oh, boy. Sorry, I'm trying to get to the next chapter. But there's, there's some people who post at the bottom of these things that are just bonkers. Anyway, uh, chapter 10. Weird little interlude there. Uh, when the Queen of Sheba, oh, hello, I've heard of her. Um, when, when the Queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to prove him with hard questions. Oh, this is my kind of woman. Um, as in prove that he's Solomon or prove that he's, you know, a godly man. Who knows? Um, um, I'm finding that any, a lot of the ladies in this seem to show up and fuck things up uh, for the guys that they're doing stuff with. And some of them worked out really perfectly well. Um, you know, Esther and, and whatnot seem to be pretty nice. But, like, I'm feeling Delilah in this one already. But I could be wrong, because the idea of the Queen of Sheba is she's just opulent, right? Like, that's just lays and, and eat grapes and 
chaise lounge and so on. Um, that's what I imagine, and I could be totally wrong on this, but let's find out together and see if this is going to, you know, bite Solomon in the ass. And when the Queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to prove him with hard questions. And she came to Jerusalem with a very great train, with camels and that bear spices and very much gold. Apparently more than 420. Someone lost count. And precious stones. And when she had come to Solomon, she communed with him of all that was in her heart. I got, I am rich as fuck. And Solomon told her all her questions. There was not anything hid from the king, which he told her not. That's not good. And when the queen of Sheba had seen all Solomon's wisdom, wisdom, and the house that he had built, which was nice, but, you know, not 400 and, you know, 20 things of gold nice. And when the queen of Sheba had seen all of Solomon's blah, 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 house that he had built, and the meat of his table, and the sitting of his servants, and the attendance of his ministers, and their apparel, and his cupbearers, and his ascent by which he went up unto the house of the Lord, there was no more spirit in her. Okay, so seems to me that we're uh, inferring that a lady who has questions about, you know, the, the king in the land uh, has spirit, and that's a bad thing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay. And, um, like, it seems to me like it puts into question, like, what kind of questions she was asking and how she was asking these questions. But, uh, she, upon seeing, like, the orderly of, of everything, she went, you know, maybe he's onto something. It seems. Uh, and she said to the king, it was true... It was a true report that I heard in mine own land of thy acts and of thy wisdom. Howbeit I believed not the words until I came, and mine eyes had seen it. And behold, the half was not told me. Thy wisdom and prosperity exceedeth the frame, the fame which I heard. Awesome. So, okay, she just came in and was just, you know, kind of doubting, being like, bullshit. And she showed up and saw that, holy Christ, all of it's true. Happy are thy men, happy are thy servants, which stand continually before thee, and that hear thy wisdom. Blessed be the Lord thy God, which delighteth in thee, and sent thee on the throne of Israel, because the Lord loved Israel forever. Therefore made he thee king, and to do judgment and justice. All right, so he's like, good on you, well done, good picking, all right, good all around. And she gave the king an hundred and twenty talents of gold. See, we could count that. And of spices, a very great store, uh, still can't count that, and precious stones. There came no more such abundance of spices as these which the Queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. Probably because she uprooted it all, or some shit, or no one asked her to bring more spices to the table. You know, garlic and pepper and shit like that. And the navy also of Hiram, that brought gold from Ophir, brought in from Ophir great plenty of almug trees huh, and precious stones. And the king made of the almug trees pillars for the house of the Lord, and for the king's house harps also, and psalteries, 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 for the singers. All right. There came no such almug trees, nor were seen unto this day. So they took these trees and made them extinct? Seems like a weird way to go about it, but all right. 
And King Solomon gave unto the queen of Sheba all her desire, whatsoever she asked, beside that which Solomon gave her of his royal bounty. So she turned and went to her own country, she and her servants. Here you go. Thanks for coming. Here's some gifts. Here's some good shit. Whatever you fucking want. And see you around. Now the weight of the gold that came to Solomon in one year was 603 score. Holy shit. And six talents of gold. 603 score. Uh, uh, you know, we're gonna... We're gonna hop on the Google here. Just to figure out what the hell... Uh, 603 score. What the fuck does that mean? Um, I mean, three score and six, I suppose, if we're really getting... Oh, what numerology of the beast? What? Okay, what does three score and six days mean? Uh, that is definition of three score. Being three times 20, 60. Okay. So, oh, uh, numerology of the beast, it says up here. Uh, I don't know where it is, but, um, and his number is 603 score and six. Oh, I see. 600, as in 600, we're going to start there. Might as well put a comma. Three score, sixty, and six. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, now we're back. So she gave him exactly three hundred and six hundred and sixty-six um, dealios of gold. Right? Oh, fuck! I lost my place. Um, which at this time we're not really sure how good or bad that is. Uh, besides that, he had of his merchantmen, and of the traffic, of the spice merchants, and of all the kings of Arabia, and of the governors of the country. Alright, so this Sheba lady may or may not be okay, but, like, it just might be what it is. Uh, and King Solomon made two hundred targets of beaten gold. Six hundred shekels of gold went to one target. Holy fuck, why? Why the fuck? And he made three hundred shekels of beaten gold, three pound of gold went to one shield, and the king put them in the house of the forest of Lebanon. Neato! Shouldn't we be spending that on stuff? Moreover, the king made a great throne of ivory and overlaid it with the best gold. Okay, we're getting kind of opulent here, Mr. Solomon. And the throne had six steps, and the top of the throne was round behind, and there were stays on either side of the place of the seat, and two lions stood beside the stays. Neato! And twelve lions stood there, on the one side and on the other upon the six steps. There was not there was not the like made in any kingdom. I imagine not. Having that much gold? Let's make some lions. And all King Solomon's drinking vessels were of gold. And all the vessels of the house of the forest of Lebanon were of pure gold. None were of silver. Fuck that shit. And was nothing accounted of in the days of Solomon. Oh, it was nothing accounted of in the days of Solomon. Uh, so it sounds like it's like, we don't give a fuck. For the king had at sea a navy of Tharshish with the navy of Hiram. Hiram. Once in threescore years came the navy of Tharshish, bringing gold and silver, ivory, and apes. Holy fuck, and peacocks. 
huge difference of things that people are bringing in for stuff, but all right. So King Solomon exceeded all the kings of the earth for riches and for wisdom. No kidding. And all the earth sought to Solomon to hear his wisdom, which God had put in his heart. Oh, good. And they brought every man his present, vessels of silver. <laughs> we don't want fucking silver, we want goddamn gold. And vessels of gold and garments and armor and spices and horses and mules and rate uh, year by year. So things are growing. And Solomon gathered together chariots and horsemen, and he had a thousand and four hundred chariots. All right. And twelve thousand horsemen. Oh, okay. Whom he bested in bestowed in the cities for chariots and with the king at Jerusalem. And the king made silver to be in Jerusalem as stones and cedars made he to be as the sycamore trees that are in the vale for abundance. And Solomon had horses brought out of Egypt and linen yarn. The king's merchants received the linen yarn at a price. And the chariot came up and went out of Egypt for six hundred shekels of silver and an horse for an hundred and fifty, and so for all the kings of the Hittites, and for the kings of Syria, did they bring them out by their means. So we're getting fucking rich, uh, which is good. I cannot wait for it to fall apart, which I'm sure it will at some point in the not-too-distant future. Uh, this was a good-sized episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed. We we learned where the Queen of Sheba came from, which is admittedly shorter than I thought, but maybe she comes back because there's a second King's things coming up, so we'll see what happens. Uh, thank you for listening. Please email uh, according to stupid at gmail.com if you have any questions, thoughts, concerns. Please leave a review at Apple Podcasts where everybody seems to be listening to podcasts these days and I need your fucking reviews, please. Um, five stars would be great, but you know, fuck it. Be honest. God is watching. Uh, and that's about it for me. So you've been gospel to by the stupid. <laughs>